Welcome to a tale of sorting and Dreamcast, where we talk about our favorite books and how we would bring them to life on the big screen. Hey guys, welcome back to a tale of sorting and Dreamcast. My name's Lindsay. I'm Bridget. And today we're doing Lost in the Neverwoods, Yay. which I have been anticipating. <laughs> I've been dreading because I knew it was going <laughs> to rip my heart out right. into a million pieces because right. everything Peter Pan does. Bridget will be doing the summary, obviously, because she's the Peter Pan fan. <sighs> so <laughs> It was emotional reading this book. Okay. Oh, do we have an opening question? I didn't even think about that. When did you first fall in love with Peter Pan? <laughs> well, let me tell you. There was once a little girl in the theater, mm-hmm. 2003. Oh my god! <laughs> Seeing a live action Peter Pan. <laughs> I, I don't was think like, I saw that one this? in theaters. I mean, I always paid attention to Peter Pan stuff before, but that one I just like loved. So that was it. So Hook was it. always like, come oh on, yeah, Robin yeah, right. I I always forget that's a Peter Pan yeah. movie because it's called Hook. But and yeah, the, I grew up watching that. The one. animated one was like always a Disney favorite. But it wasn't until 2003 Peter Pan that I was like, this is beautiful. And then I read the book <laughs> and I read it like oh, a nice. million times. And now you have a bunch of copies of it. Just anything I Peter Pan. I gave you one. <laughs> Thank you. I burst into tears with that edition because it's like that so interactive. That so cool. I remember I yeah. opened it and I was like, oh, she needs this. <laughs> also Finding Neverland. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, just. Yeah. Which kind of leads into our our move, your next movie sode, right? Yeah. Because you want to do like... It'll be Peter Pan. Oh, the Peter Pan. Every, <laughs> every Peter Pan. So it'll be kind of a longer um, movie, sode. movie sode than usual because I'll be covering like multiple ones yeah. and It'll comparing be fun, though. it to the OG story. So this is kind of a pre-episode to that. Right. <laughs> the, yes. Little yeah. appetizer, if you will. Mm-hmm. Although we're getting a um, another Disney live action. Are one. we really? Yeah. Jude Law's Captain Hook. Interesting. Um, are they changing it at all or like why redo it um because you know they're adapting every animated thing to a live action right now so oh peter pan's on the oh so they're gonna go probably more off of like the animated one probably than like the because isn't the 2003 one that's disney right i honestly don't know i don't know i think it is (laughs) i have no idea Stay tuned for the movie so we'll find (laughs) out so your (laughs) disney thing is beauty and the beast yes every reiteration Everything of that comes and me is peter pan so. honestly are we ready yes okay <clears throat> once again i have been wounded by a peter pan retelling <laughs> just adding this to my list and when or if it's ever adapted it'll be there oh i hope it gets adapted that all right so good so we start out meeting wendy darling she's finishing up her volunteer hours at a small town hospital Wendy likes to lay low most of the time, but is taken aback when she's walking through the hospital lobby and getting like far more attention than usual. There's cops everywhere, and her best friend Jordan kind of ambushes her and tells her that like another kid has gone missing in their town. And this affects Wendy slightly more than everyone else because the last time a kid went missing was five years ago. And it wasn't one kid, it was three, 12-year-old Wendy, her two younger brothers, John and Michael. Wendy was... The only one to return after six months away, and she has no memory of that time or what happened to her brothers. So this is a dark Peter Pan, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it is. Why was it in the Y section? <laughs> this is right. This could easily be like a horror thing, or I, I liked it because it was kind of true crimey. I was like, ooh, yeah. There was like, like a it. bit of like intrigue, and you got to solve the mystery. Yeah, 
And then it got all whimsical, which I love. I was like waiting for it. Right. Okay. So Jordan tries to distract Wendy from the news by giving her a cupcake because it's her birthday and a sketch pad. Wendy's like, why did you get me a sketch pad? And Jordan's like, oh, well, because I noticed you were always doodling trees and an image of a boy. Who's this boy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wendy's like, oh, that's just Peter Pan. This like make believe boy from the stories that my mom used to tell me. And I would tell the stories to my brother. And I've been having dreams of him recently. So I guess that's why I'm drawing him everywhere. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's why her car is actually full of like discarded receipts and just random pieces of paper with like his eyes on it. And she's like, I can never get his eyes right with how I imagine them. Ugh. Like the night sky and the twinkle. Oh, we can cast Wendy here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> I was like, oh, I feel like I should cast somebody right now. <laughs> Let's cast our main girl, Wendy. Yay. Darling. So uh, she's described as like, um, she has a swimmer's build, like her shoulders are pretty thick and she oh, has very God. like ashy blonde hair, which she hates. And she used to have it really long before her brothers went missing and then she just cut it short and yeah, so that's windy. Yeah. And I think she has very gray eyes or very blue eyes. I don't remember, but Some that light remember. eyes. So yeah. Who is your Wendy? I chose Rowan. I don't forget how to pronounce her last name. One second. Rowan. Blanchard? Blanched? Blanched? <laughs> oh, okay. How do you pronounce that? Blanchard? Blanchard? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So I chose Rowan Blanchard. Uh, she's 20. She's from Girl Meets World. Oh, she's a main girl? Yeah, she's the oh, main girl in Girl Meets World. So okay. she's super adorable. And uh, she plays an older sister in that one. And she's kind of got like the the spunky. But she's also currently in Snowpiercer. So she can definitely oh, the show pull off. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, so she can definitely pull off like the darker side as well. So yeah i just really like her she's adorable yeah she's cute she's very like active in um activities (laughs) like she's very she's very outspoken or outspoken in um you know rights and all that stuff so she's a she's a cool one (laughs) she's a keeper she can play right would you choose i casted lulu wilson i know her from uh haunting of hill house uh I was like, how come I've never heard of her? Oh my God, she'd be perfect. I know. Wow. She, I think she's 18 or 19. She was born in like 2000 something, 2003, I think. So um, she's like the, around the right age. Right? She just looks like her. She really does. Yeah. So yeah. And the acting in Haunting of Hill House, because it's a horror. So she's like right. very, very good at it. So yeah, we casted Wendy. Yes. <laughs> Let's continue. <laughs> So it is nighttime once again. Wendy is driving back home. And as she is trying to find a radio station that's not playing the Amber Alert for the missing girl, uh, something huge and black falls on top of her car. And as the shadowy mass slips off of the hood, she sees that something is lying in the middle of the road. Uh, hopping, or hopping, hoping <laughs> that it is hopping over to the body. <laughs> hoping that it is not a dead body. Uh, Wendy gets out of the car and approaches it. It is indeed a body, but an alive one. It's a boy who looks exactly like how she imagined Peter Pan. Auburn hair, freckles, going across his nose and cheeks, and an upturned nose with cobalt, coal, cobalt, 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 <laughs> blue eyes. Uh, the boy only says Wendy before passing out. Wendy then calls 911, and soon Peter is taken away in an ambulance, Wendy is questioned by a cop. This happens a lot. Lots Honestly, of cop interrogations. Right. Uh, when she tells him about the shadowy mass, he's like, oh, it must have been a tree branch. She's <sighs> like, oh, yeah, that, the one tree branch scratching. It's like, what do you know? Cops are 
doing nothing once again. Um, oh, man. Wendy leaves the officer. She's like, I wave my rights. Goodbye. And she, she goes. <laughs> Honestly. Wendy leaves the officer to follow the ambulance back to the hospital. When she arrives, the cops start to question her again. Uh, just as they hear Peter yelling out for Wendy in the other room. Wendy approaches him and notices more details about him. He has like super deep fr- or dimples and a slightly chipped front tooth, which was the most adorable detail ever. <laughs> uh, Peter seems overjoyed to see her and says, I found you. <laughs> I'm crying. Uh, she then asks him his name, to which he asks, why did she forget about him? And that his name is Peter. And he tells her that she has gotten so old before he's sedated. Uh, Wendy goes back home and her mother, Miss Darling, when she goes back home with her mother, Miss Darling, who actually works at the hospital as a nurse, uh, back in her room, Wendy finds an old keepsake, which is an acorn, which she was found gripping, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> which she was found gripping on for dear life when she was found in the middle of the woods after being missing for six months. Uh, she lies on her bed thinking about the two missing kids and about how her birthday was once again a disaster. And she notes how like no one likes her birthday because it just reminds them it's the same day that Michael and John went missing. So mm-hmm. it's not a good day for them. The next morning, Miss Darling tells Wendy that the boy that she did not run over, but like accident mystery boy, uh, ran away from the hospital. <laughs> but she says it like, oh, they lost the boy. <laughs> and Wendy's like, he died? <laughs> That's right. Oh. He's like, like, what do you mean? But I think it was more of like a pun because yeah. he's a lost boy. Right. So she's like, oh, they lost the boy. And I'm like, he is a lost boy. And Wendy's like, he died. <laughs> so Leave it to Wendy to kick it up a notch. It's like, I see you, Aiden Thomas, the right. author. I'm like, I see you. Good job, sir. <laughs> Two detectives then show up to the house and continue to question Wendy about the mystery boy. The questions turn into an interrogation about what happened five years ago when she and her brothers went missing. They reveal that the leaf clothes that the boy was wearing match the material evidence that was collected from Wendy when she was found. Uh, just, at that, just at this point, Mr. Darling bulldozes in and tells the cops to fuck off, uh, but agrees to take Wendy to the station later in the week. Uh, Mr. Darling has a salt and pepper hair, but a dyed mustache, thick eyebrows, he is a giant burly man with deep set wrinkles in his forehead. Mr. Darling. Mr. Darling. Okay. I casted. I love this actor so much. His name is Kyle Chandler, mm-hmm. and he I know him from Friday Night Lights. Oh. So he's the dad and coach. Yeah. So he can play an asshole pretty well. Oh, it's so <laughs> funny. My dad was watching King Kong. The other oh day, yeah he's in that he's one too that, and i yeah. was like god that guy plays a good asshole like i yeah, really thought that yeah. the other day i mean don't get his character in friday night lights is actually really sweet like i love him but mm. he can be like a stern like get out of my house you know oh, what i mean okay, yeah yeah like he he get there's moments where yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> cute but yeah he has plays really good dad figures good as choice. well yeah he totally has that dad vibe about him right ah okay i casted <laughs> nick offerman oh from parks and recreation oh god, yes <laughs> i just like i want him was to it the play mustache? it's the mustache i mean how he was described and i was like mustache you're like hmm. burly burly mustache i man. just want him to play mr darling who's a very misunderstood man character honestly he just loves his children a lot right <laughs> wendy storms out of her house and bumps into mr davies her neighbor 
He's a tall man known for wearing plaid or red plaid and having a large beard with curly hair. Reminds me of a character from so i was immediately <laughs> sus i was like you sir this description uh he works at the same bank as her father so they're friends and wendy babysits his two young boys a lot so i casted someone for davies i did not it's okay i casted someone younger than mr darling because his kids like Are wendy's younger. 18 yeah and then mr davies they're like seven and ten yeah so i casted someone a little younger that makes sense. So keeping it on the sus side, uh, Richard Madden. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> from uh, The Eternals. I was going to say, That's from where... The Eternals or, you know, this little show called Game of Thrones. This little show. You might have heard of. Yeah. <laughs> and I just want to see something where him and Nick Offerman are buddies, even though kind of turns a little bit later. <laughs> buddies. <laughs> Quote, unquote. Yeah. So that was like my random thought for Mr. Davies. I like that, though. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> What? <laughs> him with like an american accent oh, drunk yeah. in a forest oh right oh. <laughs> uh, so wendy goes to vent to jordan at her house jordan asks about the boy and wendy estimates that he's probably like 15 years old she's like he's older than the peter that i imagined so it's not him uh, wendy begins to panic over everything resurfacing regarding her brothers and how she can't go through any of that again jordan does what best friends do and distracts her they go on about their plans of after graduation. Jordan wants to go to med school while Wendy wants to become a nurse. And she mentions how she would like to become a pediatrician, but she's like, I probably don't have the know-how to do that. That's like too much. I'll just be a nurse. Not to say that being a nurse is easy. It's fucking hard. Right. <laughs> Yay, nurses. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jordan. Who did we cast for Jordan? Oh, Jordan. Okay. I chose... I feel like I copped out on this one because I know we've mm. we've casted her a couple times, but I chose Jenna Ortega, yes. mainly because she's like she fits the right age. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's nineteen. So yeah. I know we've casted choice. her for a couple things. Oh, so it's like eh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we've casted my girl before, Storm Reed from oh, yeah. um, Wrinkle in Time. She was my so. um, Aiko. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. I love her. Excellent. She's really good in Euphoria. Okay, so Storm Reed, we're going to cast Peter, don't worry. It's <laughs> well, like, oh, figured, we're just going to skip I him. I figured you, know? you were waiting for like a good moment to like, pull out that one. Because she hasn't fully like accepted that it's him yet. So right, it's just like, right. Mm. Okay. Right now he's just some strange boy in a hospital. Yeah. Wendy eventually goes home to be reprimanded by her dad as soon as she enters. He tells her that the day after tomorrow they're going to go down to the station. And if she sees the boy again, to immediately call the police and then him. The correct order, sir. Well done. On her way to her room, she stops to stare at the door of her first bedroom, the one that she used to share with John and Michael. It has remained locked since Wendy returned home without them, and she's just been unable to sleep soundly in that room ever again, so they just lock the door. Wendy then hears her mother sleep talking. In her dreams, it seems like she's talking to her missing sons. Uh, Wendy is reminded of how off, or how after she returned home from being missing, her mother used to talk in her sleep a lot. And one night, Wendy thought she heard the voices of Michael and John talking back to her. But when she opened the bedroom door, she just found her mom sleeping soundly. Feeling overwhelmed by this memory, Wendy's like, absolutely not. This is too much. And she just kind of books it outside to where the fence and like the fence in her backyard that meets like the forest. So I had such a clear image of this house. Right. It's an organ. So. You know, woodsy. <laughs> woodsy. 
As she calms down, she looks up to see Peter Pan perched on the fence asking why is she crying <laughs> ah it's like so it's such a moment in like all peter pan stuff honestly but it's flipped because right. wendy usually asks peter That's like right. why are he's you crying because he Cause can't shadow. get the shadow stuck back she's like right. little boy why are you crying so for it to be flipped i was just like oh <sighs> aiden thomas you genius God damn it <laughs> <laughs> so upset uh, but i'm happy but i'm upset uh, she panics once again and falls against the swing set behind her, hitting her head and passing out. She wakes up in a weird shack in the middle of the woods. In, in fear of adults, Peter carries Wendy to his secret hideout rather than back to her house where her parents are. Right. Like, you could have just dumped her on the front yard or something, sir. No, no, no. Let's take her to an abandoned shack in the middle of the He's woods. He's such a golden retriever, though. He's just like, girl, I like her come this way right. you hit your head yes to my shack like to no not to shack. safety well of course well he he probably doesn't see it that way you know he no. doesn't see it as like an abandoned shack in the middle of nowhere no, he at doesn't. night he has like no no he's just like this is my it's safe like, place I used to, we're gonna get there but right. Like, right. i used to watch you through the window right i'm playing with this girl on the sidewalk and it's like you are 19 years old <laughs> okay just be walking around with kids what are you talking about he's like but i'm peter pan <laughs> I love pixie him. dust and that shit <laughs> and that shit <laughs> oh man <laughs> so wendy wakes up in his secret hideout and immediately punches him in the face wendy As starts probably should <laughs> that's like the moment i knew i love this book right <laughs> she punched him in the face Although Instead i would being never okay with it i would never punch like, peter absolutely but. not yeah. <laughs> um, so wendy starts asking peter a slew of questions like, one, if he kidnapped the missing kids, why he kidnapped her, who is he, what does he want with her, and how he knows her name. In her panic, Wendy gets her foot stuck in the coils of his bed, and he helps her out, but continues to, like, stare at her, which Wendy's like, stop looking at me like that. Like, why are you just staring at me? He's like, oh, I'm sorry, but I need your help finding my shadow. Right. <laughs> She's like, I'm sorry? A shadow? Oh, he's so pure. Wendy's like, this is how horror movies start. Yeah. Like, I'm about to die. And Peter's like, oh my God, it's Wendy. <laughs> so she's been through some stuff. So she's right. obviously like suspicious of a lot of things. Right. I know this Wendy darling listens to murder podcasts. Oh, you I bet can just ass. sense it. <laughs> um, so he's like, I need your help finding my shadow. He goes on to say how she helped him back in the day to sew it back on when they first met. She's like, wait, what? What happened? Uh, turns out Peter used to go to her window at night to hear her tell stories about him, but not in a creepy way. She's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's like, I know how it sounds, but no. Like, <laughs> She's like, no, wait, wait, uh, wait, wait. Wendy asks Peter then, Wendy asks Peter <laughs> to then take her home, but admits that she is afraid of the dark, to which he says he isn't afraid of anything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> On their way back to her house, Wendy learns that Peter is 19. And she's like, oh, how old are you? He's like, well, how old are you? Oh, I'm 18 today. Oh, well, I'm 19. And she's like, oh, he does actually look older from when I last saw him. Like, he's taller. He looks more like his jaw is more. It's like, what, what is this? Like, developed. Yeah. <laughs> so he's not at all like the boy she imagined from when she was a kid. When she starts to freak out because of the dark, he distracts her by showing off all of the creatures that he can imitate. One of them being crickets. And she's like, oh, I, I fall asleep to the sound of crickets all the time. It's, like, soothing to me. He's like... He's like, yeah, but it is. Yeah, that's a... You're welcome. That's a fact. <laughs> He's like, I, I know. We've been new, sister. <laughs> they arrive back in her backyard, and Peter tells her to please remember him. And just then, Mr. Darling is yelling her name, like, 
Wendy Mora Angela Darling, I think that's her name. Her full name. From the back door. Wendy turns back to see that Peter has disappeared. So, Peter Pan. Peter. Who are we casting? Peter. So, <laughs> this is the one. Jane just uh, casted him for something. And I was like, no. Because <laughs> I found this picture of him and he looks perfect. But it's Ty Simpkins. Uh, he's in Iron Man 3. He was the young boy. Oh. Yeah, he's the one that's at the end of Endgame, like at the thing. What does he look like now? Uh, he looks like Peter Pan. Oh, okay. Awesome. <laughs> look at him. Oh, my gosh. What he's an angel. He's 20 now. That's so cute. Right? I was like, oh, that, like that photo, I was like, oh, my God, that that's a Peter face. But yeah, he's 20 years old now, so like a that year works. or two older than what he's supposed to be. But yeah, I saw him and I was like, he's precious. Cute. Yeah. Who would you guess? Oh, Simpkins. what are you looking at? Is he in Jurassic World? Mm-hmm. As a baby? He's a little kid? Yeah, he's the younger brother. Oh. Yeah. So now he's oh. 20. <laughs> so I did a thing where I casted a bunch of people from the same show. That's okay. I've done that it I don't happens. know how many times. Because I was like, they're perfect and they're perfect. Yep. And I was thinking of someone else. I was like, wait, she's in the show also. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck. So I got three people from the show. That's fine. So Haunting of Hill House. As you can tell, I love that show, but it's amazing actors in it. So one of the kids in that, Paxton Singleton, and he's about Ooh. 19, I think. Yeah. And yes, he just fits the vibe. He does. Yes, he does. They could give him more freckles. But yeah, I just wanted like a tall looking Peter Pan. You right. Know? He's got the acting chops because I got that show. No, oh, I believe it. Yeah, I love our Peters. Yes. I forget what Jane casted him as, but she said his name and I was like, no. Was it Wyland? <laughs> That's my Peter. No. No. Okay. So Wendy turns back. Peter's disappeared. Mr. Darling, when she gets into the house, he forbids her from going into the woods. He like of points course. the finger at her, which I was like, no, that's one of finger. my biggest pet peeves when someone gestures at me or points at me as they're talking to me. I'm like, I'm going to punch you in the face. Stop it right now. Mm-hmm. So it was like, if my dad was doing that to me, I'll be like, mm-hmm. Goodbye. That's funny. I'm I wonder out. what that is. I don't know. But when people do that, I was like, oh, no. Like some tangent. Someone at work, I deal with a lot of Karens. Oh, yeah. She I does. have to turn Jesus. people away if they're not vaccinated and all of that. And this lady was talking to me, like pointing at me, gesturing at me. And she wouldn't stop. Mm. It was pissed me off. So I started doing it back to her. And I was mirroring, pointing it. I don't like how you're talking to me. I was like, I'm just doing exactly what you're doing to me. So I just mirrored you. Assess yourself. Recollect yourself. Come back. Talk to me when you're a human. This is why I work with dogs. (laughs) This is why I don't have to talk to people. This is why I'm a Gryffindor. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, Mr. Darling points a finger, pisses me off. (laughs) Yeah. How Uh, dare you. That night, Wendy falls asleep holding her acorn, and she has a vivid dream of being in the jungle, which is weird because she lives in the Pacific Northwest. Right. Uh, She is sitting next to Peter Pan, and like Peter Pan and her stories of how she remembered him and chubby cheeks yes and he is uh showing her all the creatures that he can imitate she then hears the voice of or voices of michael and john but as she like turns to look at them she wakes up and this peter she was like oh i love the sound of crickets and he like nudges her with his face like i know i'm like you are adorable you 12 year olds are flirting it's so cute (laughs) (laughs) Uh. so uh she wakes up and she realizes that this is way too vivid to be a dream and it must be a memory. At this point, she concludes that the teenage Peter is the story Peter. She's finally accepted the fact yes. that they are the same Peter. <laughs> Wendy does her shift at the hospital uh, where she looks after the young kids. 
It's so cute because she's like the Peter Pan of the hospital. It's like adorable. Honestly, right? Like she gathers all the, the lost kids. Yes. And the hospital. Yes. <laughs> God damn it. Helps them transition. Okay. A new boy has arrived. His name is Alex. He joins the group and is adorably shy in his blue hoodie. She ends up telling them a story about Peter Pan and a shark. Afterwards, she sees Peter off to the side wearing scrubs that he stole. And he's showing Alex an origami, origami shark. And Alex is like, he made it fly. Like, yeah. what's going on? <laughs> uh, I mean, he's like, nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> my gosh. Figure of your imagination. <laughs> Uh, she pulls Peter outside and immediately goes off on him, telling him how someone could have recognized him. And he tells her how he has a, like, a bit of magic still in him so he can be unseen if he wishes to. Which is funny because this is the moment where Wendy was like, what if they saw him on the cameras? Like someone's bound to see him walk mm. in or out. Someone probably like she's thinking logistically and he's just like, nah, no mm-hmm. one saw me. Don't worry about Pixie it. Pixie dust, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. No, oh, man. Oh. Uh, she tells him about her recovered memory, and Peter tells her how he found her and her brothers in the woods that one day, and she begged him to take her with them to Neverland, and that her brothers are still there. He says how after she was brought to Neverland, he stopped being able to fly for some reason, and then his shadow got away from him again and started taking the lost kids. Peter knew that Wendy wouldn't be safe there, so he brought her back home, but her brothers couldn't go back with her for a reason uh they uh-huh. are <laughs> they are the interrupted by jordan and peter disappears again jordan accuses wendy of having a secret rendezvous with a, a boy right <laughs> she's like i saw a boy where'd he go wendy's like beat red she's like you're blushing right she's like what boy there's no boy here i feel like jordan's kind of tinkerbell oh kind like of a little bit but she's more like wendy's tinkerbell than peter's tinkerbell that's true yeah right or Barry's Tinkerbell. <laughs> As she knows. <laughs> fucking, I was like, Barry? Barry? That's the name you choose? I, I just love her mom, too. She's like, hello, Barry. <laughs> like, her mom's like... Everyone says it like, that's not your real name. Right. <laughs> hmm. That night, as Wendy is retrieving a bag from her car, a boy in the street starts talking to her and asks if she wants to go on a walk in the woods with him. Wendy stays sexy and doesn't get murdered. Thank God. <laughs> uh, she is... Also unable to distinguish the like solid features from him because he looks like he's covered in shadow. Uh, when she says, new, no, I'm not going on a creepy walk with you in the woods, he tells her that she probably wouldn't want to get lost in the woods again. Just then, she hears a boy screaming. She runs after the sound, and it's Alex, and he's being pulled into the woods by shadows. Dear God. <sighs> I was like, this is where it becomes horror. Right. She runs after him and is overcome by more shadows and then loud like the loud sound of breathing which is like that sounds horrifying honestly uh she is unable to reach alex and is starting to be strangled by the shadows right after she yells for peter he shows up with a sword made of gold sparks and he banishes (laughs) the shadows away he tells her that alex is already gone and that they need to leave the woods now she asks him what the sword is made out of and he's like pixie dust duh wendy (laughs) what else would it be made out of They go back to her house where Wendy cleans up Peter's wounds. She questions him about the pixie dust and is like, do you carry it around in your pocket or something? And he's just like, no, I'm made out of it. 
Like it's literally me. <laughs> it's my essence. It's my essence. <laughs> I sweat pixie dust. Oh my goodness. Um, it feels like that's like a Disney t-shirt that you would find. I sweat pixie dust. Like <laughs> TM, TM, TM. Okay. <laughs> Peter, Peter tells her how his shadow is the thing that's kidnapping the kids and feeding off of their fear to get stronger. And then as it gets stronger, the less magic Peter has. So it's like a yin and yang kind of thing. And because his magic is like slowly draining out of him, he has started to grow up, which is why he's aging. They see on the news that everyone already knows Alex is missing. Miss Darling then comes home and Peter is like too dumbstruck to even try to hide. He and Miss Darling look at each other like they recognize each other from something. Wendy introduces Peter as Barry, who <laughs> Jesus, who is only visiting for the summer, and she's been showing him around town. And it's nighttime, and he's in the house, so hi. Right. And he has wounds on his face. Nothing sus. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> Don't be suspicious. Wendy walks him outside and theorizes that maybe everything started going wrong in Neverland because Wendy was about to turn 13 so she was too old to be there thus no breaking the rules yes thus breaking the rules of neverland they agreed to meet the next day at noon like on the corner of the street that night wendy has another dream where she is in front of a giant old tree she has a feeling of dread and turns to see that the boy who spoke to her in the middle of the street is there he tells her that if she keeps poking around she won't like what she finds Wendy finally sees his features and realizes that he looks just like Peter, but it's like all wrong. His hair is black, his skin's too pale, and his eyes are like inky dark it's pits. Like dark styles. Oh my god. Void uh, styles. Sorry, that's what it styles. is, right? Yeah. Void styles. But also it was reminding me of Once Upon a Time, how Peter was like dark, oh, yeah. you know? And like his shadow, he could one. like project his shadow to do like crazy things that had like glowing green eyes. Ooh, that's right. Yeah. That was interesting. And is he Rumpelstiltskin's dad? Yeah. <laughs> yeah he Very is. odd. <laughs> so he's the main boy's great-grandfather. <laughs> that fucking family right. tree is ridiculous. <laughs> okay. So Wendy wakes up and realizes that she fell asleep holding a pen and has drawn images of a giant tree all over her bedspread and even herself. The next morning, Mr. Darling is waiting downstairs to take Wendy to the police station. Wendy's like, oh, right, we're doing that. And reluctantly agrees to go with him, even though she has plans to meet Peter. After leaving the station, Wendy finds Peter <laughs> playing. She just gets interrogated again, like same stuff. Right, same uh, questions. <laughs> Who's the boy? Where were you guys? Yada, yeah. yada. Mm, do you know the whereabouts of Alex? Blah, blah, blah. After leaving the station, Wendy finds Peter playing grass whistles and making flower crowns with a young girl on the sidewalk. Too pure. Honestly. But also Peter. <laughs> right, but honestly, anyone looking at this, I just love how Wendy also like calls out the big sister. Yeah. Like, hey, are you even watching her? And the sister's like, what? Yeah, Didn't oh yeah, she's notice. like tanning or something, like reading. She's like on her cell phone, like on the yeah. porch while her sister's playing in the grass and not even paint. Didn't even notice that Peter was there. Didn't say anything about a 19-year-old boy just hanging out with her little sister. My goodness. <laughs> so yeah, Wendy comes up to them and as she gets him away from his Peter Pan duties, Peter convinces her Peter to go get ice cream. More she's Peter like, Pan duties. <laughs> we gotta go like find this tree. We gotta go to the woods. He's like, oh, we can get ice cream. <laughs> He's so like, oh. pure. She's like, no, so, we got to go do this. But ice cream. <laughs> so while eating their ice cream, Peter talks to her about Michael and John. But it isn't like when other people's do. Like it's not all depressing no, or making like her feel good times. Yeah, not making her feel guilty about everything. Right. And she ends up recalling happy memories of them and how Michael loved bubblegum ice cream. 
and he used to like take the bubble gum out like the bumblegum balls out of the ice cream, save them, and then put them all in his mouth at the end. And I was like, yes, that's exactly what kids do. Like Honestly, something ridiculous like that. Right. Uh, oh, and then how John is just like, he was always an old man. And he was always trying to talk like a, an adult, even though it's like, you're 10. Like an old soul and a little body. <laughs> Calm down, John. They kind of remind me of your nephew and your niece. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like I feel like your nephew has those moments where he tries to be like, I'm older, like oh, yeah. I'm wise in my young, young age. Yeah. <laughs> or you tell him something, he's like, I know. Right. Or he tries to be like, mm, that's not right. And or he tries s- to explain it to you. You heard him earlier. He's like trying to get me to, what is this word? And just spells out gibberish. And I'm like, that's not a word. How do you spell bamboo? And I'm like, blah, blah, blah. How do you know how to spell it? Because I went to school. Like I heard that part. <laughs> I heard that because I went to school and I was like, busting up laughing because i was like what on earth did he say to her yeah and then my niece is just like batshit crazy because she would do the bubblegum thing yeah she was running laps around the house earlier and i'm like you're going to sleep in 10 minutes relax what are you doing (laughs) oh children (laughs) to be young honestly okay wendy tells her about like the trance drawings that she has where when like she lets her mind water wander she just kind of Starts drawing draws trees, stuff, yeah, right? but she always draws trees or she draws Peter. He's like, you draw me? What? <laughs> He's like, oh, do you? Oh, from Think what about me angle? <laughs> did you did, get my good side? Did you get my freckle? <laughs> <sighs> and she tells him, like, oh, since I'm drawing the tree all the time, it has to be significant. Maybe it's like a clue. We should try to go find it. Peter notices the red marks on her arms and how her knuckles are all dry because she has like a, um, a, I forget what it's called, where she like over she compulse what's that word she overwashes her hands basically mm. it's like a form of ocd where she's just like but i think it's a ptsd thing from like when they found her and her hands were all grimy oh and so stuff. she just continuously washes and washes yeah and washes. but i don't notice her doing that later on she mostly does it in the beginning but then when peter's there she stops doing it of course often of course <laughs> so peterson peterson <laughs> peter. peterson peter. son of peter <laughs> son of peter <laughs> peter notices the red marks on her arms from like cleaning off the red ink and then her knuckles are all cracked and he holds up his ice cream cup to her knuckles and asks if it feels better gives her a swoonable moment once again they are interrupted by jordan tinkerbell tinkerbell Um, (laughs) literally literally cock blocking it's tinkerbell it's tinkerbell (laughs) but wendy's my best friend (laughs) wendy's tinkerbell (laughs) don't you touch my friend (laughs) uh peter makes a new best friend in jordan's boyfriend's dog of course. He's just like, can I pet your dog? And just sits on the floor. <laughs> that's probably like saying it now. That's my favorite scene is the ice cream. <laughs> ice cream parlor. Just plops down. After awkward introductions, Peter imitates Jordan's voice. And it's like so perfect that Wendy freaks out. And he's like, well, yeah, I can imitate everything. Like everybody. Like creatures. cricket noises or brothers voices. Voices. Yeah. You know. <laughs> She's like, whoa, talent. that's crazy. And he's like, yeah, that's my my thing <laughs> right he's like it, it's what i do mm-hmm. oh windy uh, they then decide to go search for the tree i'm like it's midday but okay so let's go walk in the forest they enter the woods and they note that it's 3 p.m and they plan to be out of the woods before dark neither of you ravenclaws uh after a while uh, nope. of aimlessly walking through the woods they decide they should head back because they don't know where they're going and they should probably get a map of the woods that might help uh peter leads her I think this is all Peter just being like, hey, date time, date in the woods. Right. Because he's like, let's go follow me here. It's a waterfall well, I'm pretty sure and a Peter pond. knows exactly where the tree is or knows like of it. Pro- yeah. You know, so I'm sure he's just like, sure, we can go looking for he this tree. He probably knows like generally. Yeah. 
But he doesn't really right. want her to find exactly, it. Exactly. Not yeah. yet. The plot has to thicken. But he's been in the woods for a little bit and he's just like, oh, there's a waterfall over here. It's like, you know where you are. Exactly. So I feel like he was like, <laughs> yeah, we can go look for that tree. Look at this waterfall we happen to find. Oh, my God. So they take turns then swinging into the water, swimming around and racing each other. So cute. Peter catches her in the water and is able to make them fly above the water a little bit. They have like an adorable moment. And then they hear a gunshot off in the distance. I'm like, my God, they're always like getting interrupted. Well, duh. So upset. Like, let the teenagers have their moment. My God. Peter's been waiting his eternity. How old is Peter? (laughs) He's not 19. He's like hundreds of years old. But okay. Right. Hmm. She asks him if he's going to be okay. Or they decide to go back home or Wendy's going to go back home. And she asks him if he's going to be okay out in the woods alone and if he's afraid of his shadow. To which he replies, me? Afraid? Never. (laughs) I'm crying because mm-hmm. that's like straight out of right, straight right. out of 2003. Ugh, Peter Pan. Probably gonna watch that tonight. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> so they say goodbye, and Wendy sees Jordan watching them from the side of her house. Wendy talks with Jordan, who is upset over her not telling her about Barry and basically being MIA even after Alex went missing. It's like another kid went missing. You didn't call me. Like what? Right. That's what I'm here for. Who is this? boy that you're just like with coming out of the woods what's going on right and wendy kind of blows up at her and is just like you don't know i'm going through even though we talk all the time like you have no idea no one has any idea what's going on yeah friendship argument blah right uh their friendship is now teenagers on hiatus until wendy starts being honest with jordan that's what jordan says basically yeah that night mrs darling comforts wendy by making her dinner wendy has basically done all the housework for the past five years so this is like a rarity later wendy attaches her acorn to a cord and hangs it around her neck did i i think we didn't cast miss okay i forgot to highlight her mrs darling mrs darling let's do her do you have a description oh um she had like a i think she had like brownish hair like curls it was really long but ever since her sons have gone missing she wears it in a bun on the top of her head all all the the time. time well and she's a nurse so i feel like yeah up in buns is usually what they do. And this is like a note from all the other Peter Pans, but she always has like a secret in the corner of her mouth or what was it? a kiss. Yeah. Yeah. She always has a kiss in the corner of her mouth. In 2003, Peter Pan does it really good because that actress, I'm like, yeah, I see it. I get it. I get what they mean. So she always has like this little quirk about her and she doesn't have it in here. But at some point, Wendy notices it. I think it, I don't know if it was here or another time when she's like making breakfast, but she notices like, oh, it's back. I think it's, it's when there. she's making breakfast because this okay. one is this is kind of like I think she just makes like it's something small like soup mm-hmm. or something but it's something like really tiny and Wendy's just like oh my god my mom but I yeah. think it's later on like when the she brings Barry yeah yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> she brings Barry back to the house because she's like smiling because that's when Peter kind of gets stuck in the kitchen because he's like looking at her <laughs> yeah. and he's just like your mom <laughs> she's like yeah okay it's my mom let's go <laughs> all right I chose Carrie Russell from oh. august rush i think she plays a really yes. good mom yes. i like her so much i yeah. love august rush yeah and she's also like from the waitress, waitress. yeah yeah oh waitress and i have something else written down oh and the americans i think is like a more recent thing that she has done so <clears throat> yeah that's my mrs darling well done i see it so my last casting from haunting of hill house <laughs> is also spy kids carla gugino the mom oh, I love she's her. a great mom she does she always yep. plays a bunch right. of moms and just look at her she always plays a bunch yes, of moms she's honestly flawless too mm-hmm. yeah that's my that's mrs darling she's i like gotta it. play a sad lady and she plays a very sad lady in haunting of hill house i believe it i believe they're all <coughs> sad in that one 
Ba, ba, ba. So Wendy attaches the acorn to her cord, wears it around her neck. That night, she dreams of Neverland. This time, she is watching her brothers paint on the beach, and Peter flies in. Or he kind of, like, falls in because his, like, flying isn't at the top <laughs> of him right now. Because <laughs> he's distracted. Yes. And so he flies down, and he gives her an acorn, telling her that it's so she doesn't forget about him. <laughs> She's like, why would I forget about you? And then the Aww. dream kind of ends. The next morning, (laughs) uh, taking you home. So the next morning, as Wendy is leaving the house, her parents are sitting together, watching the news. Their neighbors, Matthew and Joel, the two young boys, they were kidnapped in their backyard last night. And their father saw a figure pulling them into the woods. The police say that they are going to do like a crazy intensive search of the woods now. And Wendy's like, oh, fuck, Peter cannot stay in that shack anymore because he'll get found. And they're like... A figure took the kids yeah, into the woods. Thing where they like grid everything off mm-hmm. and everyone stands in a line and walks. Yeah. It's an every true crime thing. Honestly. <laughs> Wendy lies to her parents about working a shift at the hospital and makes her way out the door. Her dad's like, where are you going? What is going on? She's like, oh, I got to do this. And Jordan's going with me. Bye. Like, I'm not lying. <laughs> right. Um, but she's never like lied to them before. So they're not really doesn't have to convince them that much. Right. She's got a good track record. <clears throat> yeah. She's a good kid. When she goes outside, police cars are everywhere and they're questioning or they're speaking to Mr. Davies. He avoids her mm-hmm. eye contact. He'll just like see her and like look away. Mm-hmm. Uh, she then sees Peter in the shadow of her truck looking like he just got beat up, which he did uh, last night. He ended up going back into the woods by himself and got his ass handed to him by his own shadow. See, that's what I mean. Like he, oh, he just happened to go back in the woods <laughs> and then found the shadow. I think he knew exactly okay. where it was the entire time. Ah. Uh. But he was just like, I don't want Wendy to go find it That yet. makes sense, because when they do actually find it later, I was like, they found it kind of fast. Exactly. I think he knew okay. exactly where it was. He was just trying I was like, to... This is, I'm like, this is not... There's yeah. this much left of the book, and okay. <laughs> right. That yeah. makes sense. So I think he knew the entire time. He was just like, oh, I'll lead her to this waterfall, but make her think we're going to go find the tree. It's a little Slytherin-y, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's a little puppy love, if you ask me. Okay. <laughs> Adorable. Wow, we're totally different people. Yeah, <laughs> like, well. Like, that's adorable. I'm like, that's suspicious. Well, he's suspicious. He just doesn't yes, want her to get hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh-huh. She makes him, she makes Peter promise not to go up against his shadow alone again. And he notices the acorn around her neck, which she tells him, like, she wore it last night and had another memory come back to him or back to her. And he realizes, like, oh, the acorn's probably tied to your memory somehow because I gifted it to you in Neverland. And I gave it to you and said, like, don't forget about me. So, and every time you wear it, memories. haha. <laughs> I've connected them. <laughs> Wendy gives Peter her uh, his first car ride. And they drive. He's, it's so cute. Like, he doesn't know how to use a shower. He doesn't, like, I'm right. in a car. I've never been in a car before. He's all nervous. Like, you fly. What do you do? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wendy gives Peter a car ride. And they drive to another entry point of the woods since they can't go through her backyard. <laughs> they have a map in hand, even though they don't need it. Uh, they make their way through the woods. And Wendy is increasingly distracted by how much older Peter looks. And oh, that's right. Because he's like aging yeah, pretty like, fast, right? Mm-hmm. And then Peter hears far off crying. They follow it and end up finding the tree. An immediate sense of dread overtakes them. And Peter's like, we need to leave. Like, don't go near that tree. We're going now. goodbye just then his shadow appears looking stronger than ever and it's like fully manifested into a human has with like structure spooky shadow bits coming out of it. shadow tendrils yeah (laughs) 
like um full metal alchemist oh <laughs> yes <laughs> yes um Wendy demands to know where her brothers are, to which the shadow replies, oh, they're right here, of course. Right. And tells Wendy, how dare you? Why don't you just remember? Peter didn't tell you. Like, he keeps being all, Wendy's like, what the fuck? Ugh, I'd be so upset. So. Wait. Yeah. When he says they're right here, Mm -hmm. is that where their bodies are buried? Yep. (gasps) Why did I not? He gestures around them. He's like, they're right here, of course. It's literally what he says. Oh, Jesus. I just put that together. There's so many moments when I was like going back doing it. I was like, oh my God, are you joking? Ouch. I just put that together that like he was like, duh. They're like, you know, right here because this is where they died. Ouch. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) You know what, Aiden Aiden Thomas? You know what? Listen, his other book is called Cemetery Boys. So that'll be I really want to read that one though. It sounds really good. I already have the book plate for it. So I just got to sneak it in my book. I'm good. (laughs) <laughs> he goes on to say that this is where Peter found her and her brothers <laughs> and the shadow taunts Wendy more with her brother's whereabouts and then disappears. She then starts sobbing and Peter holds her and they make their way back to the car. Mm, she calls her dad. He's like, oh shit, it's about to be dark and I haven't called my dad. So she calls him and he's like, well, I'm going to go join the search party in the woods with Mr. Davies. So good night. Wendy has Peter stay the night and makes him take a shower since it's probably like the first shower he's ever had in his life or proper shower. <laughs> just like bathing this in the river. This whole water. part, I had a, the biggest smile on my face because I was adorable. like, this is going to murder Bridget. It was and adorable. I'm so excited. <laughs> she gets him a sleeping bag. She's like, where is he going to sleep? Like, you can't sleep on the bed with me. I'll sleep on the floor. Maybe over here. Sleeping bag. I have a sleeping bag. Like, she's freaking right? out because, you know, teenager. Mm. <laughs> the whole and time she's like, and he's in my shower. <laughs> so cute adorable <sighs> so wendy then lets peter because she's like his clothes are disgusting so she yeah. throws them in the wash and she lets him borrow some of her oversized clothes like they're oversized for her but on him they're at like an extra small so they're very tight and like shows his tummy she's just like oh no like she starts laughing and then she's like wait <laughs> but i also love how <laughs> he decision. like he keeps trying to pull it down he's like i don't like it <laughs> so cute it's adorable <sighs> wendy <laughs> So they go to sleep and Wendy wakes up in the middle of the night. Oh, she also like puts on her fairy lights or the mm-hmm. string lights because it was a comfort lights. to her and her mom's her like room. I had like yeah. pictured perfectly. I mm-hmm. was like, ah, yes. Time to make it in the Sims. Honestly, <laughs> they got twinkle lights in the Sims. It's fine. Yeah. So Wendy wakes up in the middle of the night and finds that Peter is not in his sleeping bag. She searches the house for him and hears her mother sleep talking to her brothers again. But this time she hears her brother's voices speaking back like she did when she was a kid. She creeps into the room and finds Peter sitting on her dresser, imitating Michael and John's voices. He's trying to soothe Mrs. Darling's like worries about them. It was so sad. I was like, <laughs> right. This would be like a tearful moment in the movie. Honestly. Because it would be a movie. Wendy uh. notices how sad Peter looks as he's imitating their voices and how he has to burden everything on his own. Like, the lost boys, he's he's mentioned it, how they, like, come and go, but he, like, stays there. He's the only thing that remains. And she's like, he's so sad. Like, right. oh, my God. Poor baby. Hmm. Uh, she pulls him out of the room and asks him, if you're busy taking care of everyone else, who takes care of you? They go back to her room and fall asleep holding hands, which was, like, a Ron and Hermione moment in Harry Potter, which mm. was my <laughs> ultimate ship. Listen. Okay. <laughs> 
the next Listen. morning, <laughs> the next morning, uh, she finds his bag is rolled up messily. Like he tried to pick up after himself, but he didn't do it right. She's like, "That's so Peter." Well, uh, he probably never slept in a sleeping bag his entire yeah. life. And have you ever tried to roll a sleeping bag? Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard for people that go to college. It's like, what am I doing? Exactly. Yeah. So I'm sure he was like, "I don't fucking know." Yeah. <laughs> oh, he must have left early, like to not be discovered by her parents. Wendy finds her mother making breakfast in a happy mood that she hasn't seen her in in like a very long time. Her hair is down, not up like usual. And I think this is a moment that yeah. she has like that little kiss in the corner of her mouth yeah, again. I'm pretty sure this is when she notices it. Uh, Mrs. Darling tells her how she had the best sleep in years and Wendy knows it's because of Peter. They see on the news like a recap of all the missing kids. And as they're eating breakfast, Wendy tells her mother that she wishes she could remember everything so that they could just find her brothers. Miss Darling tells her how the mind is a complicated thing and that sometimes it takes people away, not when people want it, but when they need it. So she has like selective memory loss. Right. Well, it's also like the thing like how if something's super traumatizing, your brain will literally push it down and be like, you don't remember that. That never happened. (laughs) It's literally trying to protect you. Yeah. Miss Darling also, like, drops knowledge all the time. That's true. Yeah. I mean, don't they always? Mm-hmm. Oh, Mrs. Darling then announces, we're going to clean the house. <laughs> uh, Wendy is stuck in the house all day and isn't able to escape to see Peter until nighttime when he just knocks on the door and walks in. Mrs. Darling tells them, like, oh, I'm going to the my shift now. Don't go upstairs. Stay right. in the living room. Hands above the blanket. <laughs> yeah. Wendy's like, oh my god, mom. She's like, not even. Please leave. We're going to go solve a martyr. I mean, not, but kind of. Kidnapping. (laughs) Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. yes, but. And (laughs) Wendy shows Peter the key that she found while cleaning her dad's study, which she believes must fit the lock to her old bedroom. The pair immediately go against her mother's wishes and go upstairs. They go into her old bedroom, and Wendy reminisces about her brothers, how Michael loved the stuffed teddy bear and cried when its nose fell off, so she made this, like, crazy story just to, like, make it all epic instead of he chewed it off. <laughs> it's like, oh, it fought a lion and blah, blah, blah. It's like, That's adorable. Of course. Um, Very windy. And then how John covered the wall behind his bed with newspaper clippings of shipwrecks and archaeology discoveries. Mm-hmm. They sit on the windowsill, and Wendy asks Peter about what he wanted to be when he grew up. He tells her that he never had those thoughts or wanted anything other than helping the lost kids until he met Wendy. He tells her how he met her mom when she was a young girl and played sword fighting with her in the woods. One day, after he knew that she grew up, he went back to check on her, and he found Wendy through the window telling stories about him. After that, he kept visiting her, and he wanted to meet her and tell her, like, hey, I'm real, (laughs) and he couldn't stop thinking about her. Adorable. And that is when his shadow first got away from him and like ended up in Wendy's bedroom. And that's when Wendy helped sew it back on. So first crush, Peter is like dying. Like, this is not how I planned our first meetings. And he's just like, oh, help me. <laughs> Super <laughs> flustered. Like, oh, God damn it. I could just imagine. It's adorable. I mean, I, I can't imagine because the scene has happened a million times in every retelling. Right? <laughs> but the Peter, these, this Peter and Wendy, I can imagine it. And it's adorable. <sighs> so cute. Then when he kept returning to the window, he noticed how she told stories of him less and less and she was slowly growing up and was probably going to get her own room eventually. Then he found the three of them in the woods and she begged him to take her with him and her brothers. So being very vague about that part. Right. And he couldn't bear having her grow up and forget about him. So that's like why he took her. 
<laughs> this whole bit where he's like telling she's like what do you mean like when he's just like kind of like word vomiting telling everything like yeah. he's bearing his soul to her and she's just like what and she's just like holding a teddy bear uh, she notices that he is shaking and says she thought he wasn't afraid of anything to which he says he is terrified of losing her <laughs> they kiss each other and peter asks wendy if he can stay with her and this okay i started screaming because <laughs> it made me think of casper oh when they're dancing and they kiss and then he like whispers oh can i keep you like it was that it's the same vibe god and it's like heartbreaking Ouch. You, you know it's not gonna end well right like you know that was the hardest thing about yeah. this book like the entire time you're like all you want is for him to stay with like, her maybe this time right <laughs> and then no. at the very end when you figure out like what his job is and everything you're just yeah. like he can't stay he's gotta go yeah terrible so yeah that casper <sighs> peter jesus you're welcome just then wow. the window explodes wow <laughs> wow Owen Wilson. <laughs> the window implodes inwardly and sits out Owen Wilson. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> i'm so leap deprived <laughs> it's been um, a long day <laughs> yep yep okay so the window explodes <laughs> oh gosh i can't read that part anymore i'm just gonna go for that um shadow peter pops in and he captures real peter he tells wendy that his master plan has worked that peter kissed the last of his magic away and that he purposefully dropped peter onto her car because he knew that she was his weakness and that by him staying with her his feelings were just going to grow and he would become weaker i'm sorry if you hear a bulldog in the background but we gotta finish this (laughs) franklin has entered the chat Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. so he knew that his feelings for her like as those grew that peter would become weaker shadow peter like planned all of this he also says how peter has been lying to her and how he is basically a grim reaper for kids that have died brutally and he escorts them to neverland which is an in-between limbo type of place and it's to help them cope yeah for them to like find peace before yeah, passing on that was so cute to like get the last think, of their childhood out right it made me think he was more of um like a what's that movie called the guardians you know like jack frost oh, and like yeah. the tooth fairy like peter pan god it made me feel like he was it. one of them oh, no. i was like oh that's so cute <laughs> Like he, he has does a job. have Jack Frost vibes. Yeah. God. Like he's got a job to do and it's like he's actually like has a purpose to help kids like move on. His his is just, you know, a little yeah. darker because it's the afterlife. But yeah, reading this, I was like, oh my God, he's like a guardian. My brain's exploding. <laughs> so cute. God damn it. I <laughs> love that movie. <laughs> no, that's a great movie. Thank you, DreamWorks. <laughs> <laughs> so he escorts them to the in-between for them to make peace with themselves meaning that her brothers are dead and aren't coming back. It also, or it, the shadow Peter, says that it's not going, or it's now going to end the children that it's kidnapped since it doesn't really need their fear anymore because it has Peter. And then it disappears, taking Peter with him. And Wendy's left alone. Wendy realizes that she can't hide from her memories anymore and grips her acorn and shuts her eyes. She is brought back to the memory of her and her brothers playing around the giant tree in the snow with Nana just when she decides that they should go back home. Literally just when she makes that decision. Right. Like, God damn it. They hear her and Michael hear a gunshot and they look and John falls to the ground. Just then, another gunshot goes off and Michael falls. Left with Nana, who is like rushing over to the boys like, well, what's going on? (laughs) Poor baby. She's left with Nana and her brother's bodies 
and she hears someone approaching so she like quickly hides in the underbrush or something and who walks up but mr davies and he shoes nana away or tries to shoot her away and she's like about to fight him and then he holds the gun up to her and she runs away but she already has like blood on her muzzle so she runs back to the house Uh, he has a shotgun and he's clearly been drinking when he sees what he's done he's like in shock over it like it's an accident but he quickly leaves and wendy comes out and cries just then peter arrives and she begs him to take her with her brothers and they hear mr davies coming back with a shovel that asshole yeah when he tries to excuse himself later, right. I was like, ooh. Right. Oh, it broke my heart, though. I was like, the dad is literally out there searching for your kids. Yeah. Meanwhile, you know exactly. She babysat your right? sons who are the like, same age. Like, how are you age? okay like, with that? Like, ugh. how did they not eat him alive? Like, watching her walk, I like, I wonder if the wife babysit. knew. Oh, I doubt it. Yeah. Because I'm sure if the wife knew, they, like, wouldn't have anything to do with them. Like, I doubt the wife would be like, yeah, let's bring her into our house and have her watch our kids. Because that's not traumatizing. And then, like, going back when I was doing the summary, when he's first talking to the police, they're, like, asking him, like, oh, do you have any, like, weapons on the property? He's like, no, I haven't shot a gun in years. And he, like, looks up at Wendy and then, like, quickly looks away. So with first reading that, you're like... Right. Yeah. It's just like a like a thing. Like yeah, it's just people like don't it. really talk about whether they have firearms. I mean, some people yeah. do. But um, yeah. Right. But, so he, ooh, but yeah. re, like rereading it, you're just like, oh, shit. <laughs> God damn this book. <laughs> right. Ouch. <sighs> so Wendy wakes up, is overcome with grief after remembering the killings of her brothers by the hand of her neighbor. Incredibly ironic that his two boys are the same ages as Michael and John, and they're both missing right now. Mm. Mm-mm. And she, like, wants to feel a sense of joy over that, like, full circle. But she's like, no, the kids don't deserve it. They have right. nothing to do with this. Like, of And this just kind of reinforces her. She's like, I need to, like, finish this. This needs to end. We're going to end this nightmare. I'm going to go to this tree. So she gets to the tree and she finds the missing children. They're in a cage made of shadow. Peter is suspended in the air and his hair has now turned silver and he is bleeding pixie dust. The shadow shows up bleeding pixie dust. It just reminds Children. me of like, um, <laughs> like when the gods bleed. It's yeah. like Iker or whatever. Iker? 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 But it's like golden. Mm-hmm. Yes. Peter's a god. Does he cry pixie dust? <laughs> just anything that leaves his body is just pixie dust. I'm just thinking of Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yes. <laughs> when Toby and they're like, whoa. Does that come out of... Um, right? He's like, does that come out like, of... No, it? just the rest. No, no, no. <laughs> god damn it yes the movie's amazing okay (sighs) the shadow shows up and taunts wendy again all she does is like get interrogated and taunted like this poor girl by police yeah Mm -hmm. the shadow shows up and taunts her blaming her for the deaths of her brothers and trying to feed off her fear and grief more there's basically like a like a tornado around her of darkness that's how i imagined it so while the shadow is distracted, it's like focusing all of its energy onto Wendy. The kids escape the cage and instead of fleeing, they gather around mm-hmm. Wendy to support her. And when she's like trying to compose they, herself, like, hug her. she like holds like she puts her hands down and it feels like John is next to her and yeah. Michael. She's like, oh, it's John and Michael. And he's like, Michael didn't wear a hoodie. Like, oh, it's Alex. Yeah, like, I thought like, that was so a- cute. Ah, and she like feels a little body and she's like, oh, it's John. And oh, it's Michael. Yeah. And she looks down and I was like, stop it. I loved it. <laughs> it so With cute. the power of friendship. <laughs> the power of friendship. I have the power of God and anime on my side. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> the power of happy memories and pixie dust. 
<laughs> so cute. Uh, oh gosh. <laughs> that reminds me. <laughs> really bad tangent. I'm sorry. Oh no. But it reminds me of the first time I watched The Conjuring. Because oh. at the very end, like literally how she defeats the monster or whatever is by thinking oh, happy thoughts. Yeah. She literally, she like gives her the photo mm-hmm. of them on the beach and she's like, think of that. I was like, think happy thoughts. That's how, that's how we win this. <laughs> you just Peter Pan it. Made me laugh. When in doubt, what would Peter do? Honestly. <laughs> yep. So always mm-hmm. ice cream and pet the dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Together, they are able to grab the shadow and pull it down. Wendy quickly sews the shadow back onto unconscious Peter's feet. Real Peter. Peter comes to and wakes up looking like his best self again. That's the one thing I thought like that kind of happened quickly. I was like, oh, she's grabbing. She's grabbed it. Like, they're okay. And then sewed it back on. I was like, whoa, that happened fast. But also it was a lot of, eh, I guess it's fine. A lot of build up. Yeah. I was like, they're grabbing it? But it's shadow. But maybe just with the power of happy thoughts like we were talking about. (laughs) Peter comes to and wakes up looking like his best self. He picks up Wendy and flies them up and kisses her. They hear the search party nearby, and Peter agrees to find her later. All the kids also agree to not mention Peter to the adults. Mm-hmm. One of the boys is just standing there, like, with his jaw open. And they're like, you okay, dude? He's like, are you Peter Pan? And it's like, no, I'm not Peter. And, like, puts his fists on his hips and, like, flies. It's like, does, Peter's like, the whole thing. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> also, he does that so many times. Like, not hands on hips, fists on hips, which mm-hmm. is, like, the Peter Pan pose. Right. Mm-hmm. All the kids are then reunited with or their parents and mr darling finds wendy in the back of an ambulance being questioned once again by the detectives Uh, and mr davies approaches and the female detective like immediately notices how wendy reacts to Mm -hmm. mr davies and then she like gets between them and like puts her hand i I love that i love that so much so she was like oh no 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 Uh i don't like like immediately knew right body language Mm-hmm. Mr. Davies walks up and Wendy then tells them how when they found the tree or when she found the tree, she remembered everything and how Mr. Davies killed her brothers and buried them beneath the tree. Mr. Davies admits to it. He's just like, yeah, that's true. And Mr. Darling then has to be held back by Wendy and multiple cops, like not to kill this kill man. Kill him? Yeah. Uh, and Jesus. he's just like, he says something like, oh, well, I had to think about my family. Like I have two boys of my own right and it's like yeah sir so that's when wendy's like i'm not gonna feel bad for him because all he did was think about himself mm-hmm. he didn't think about what we went through he watched right. us like grieve that's I was, the part that he i gave like, me my mind is blown Ugh. like he literally sat there and just watched yeah. them go through this and all he had to do was be like oh hey and he tipped her like really well when they would babysit for like her college fund and she's like is this pity money like what the fuck <sighs> yeah so he's mr hook or captain hook mr hook. mr hook from how he's described with like very curly hair right giant beard always wears red red always known for wearing a red i was like is he missing a hand does he have a fear of crocodiles like (laughs) an organ (laughs) has a fear of crocodiles yeah (laughs) yes Hmm. so mr darling and wendy go back home they find mrs darling who is watching the news and crying on the news they've like recovered bodies at the tree and she's like is it michael and john because it's like two boys matching their ages and it's like yeah it is them wendy apologizes for not remembering and mrs darling tells her that she is very brave and none of this was ever her fault and her and mr darling apologize to wendy for not taking care of her in their grief of like losing michael and john they just kind of forgot about her 
Wendy later goes back to sleep in her old room. And when she goes up there, Peter is waiting for her on the windowsill. He tells her that things are going to go back to normal soon. And he will probably go back to his like old form self, like child, uh, when he goes back to Neverland. He tells her that, like, oh, you can stay with me in Neverland if you want. And Wendy contemplates it for a little bit, knowing that she'd be with her brothers again. But by doing that, she'd be keeping them from moving on. And then she'd be leaving her parents. Neverland would just, like, fall apart. Yeah. Yeah. She's also, (laughs) also, we'll just start this all over again. It'll literally just repeat itself, Peter. But he's probably like, no, not this time. I'm Peter Pan. (laughs) Peter, no, Peter, yes. (laughs) Yeah. uh. Mm-hmm. Wendy tells Peter that he could stay with her and grow up with her. He says that, like, no, he has to look after the kids and that growing up sounds awful. But it is. Yeah. But maybe not so awful if he was with her. God, stop. Uh, growing <laughs> up sounds like an awfully big adventure. Meep. <sighs> Sobbing. Uh, she tells him to tell her brothers that she loves them very much and thinks about them all the time. She knows he has to leave now, and Peter kisses her once more and says he will never forget her, and when she when she opens her eyes, he is gone. I was like, just a few more pages. So you don't have to leave right now, but no. Nope. Uh, a year passes. Epilogue. <sighs> Wendy is at pre-med with Jordan, studying to become a pediatrician. Uh, when Wendy is alone, she lies on the grass and thinks of Peter, and she hears the sound of crickets, <laughs> and she opens her eyes, and Peter's there. Right. He has passed his duties onto another lost boy. Oh, okay. Now okay. going to grow up with Wendy. That's how it ends. That's not how it ends. She just opens her eyes, and that's literally... And the book literally ends, but yeah. I was wondering that. I was, I thought like an alternate ending would be like yeah. Peter and John could be Peter and John, Michael and John could be the new Peter Pan. I have my book. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the last line is Wendy's breath caught in her throat and she opened her eyes. Yeah. So it's like why? Because doesn't you she like gasping? smell him too? She like smells him. I she think she smells like, like grass honey. or honeysuckle. Yeah. Yeah, like honeysuckle. And, and she grass. hears the crickets. Yeah, and she hears the crickets, and then she <sighs> opens her eyes and she's like. <gasps> That's like, duh, I wonder why. I'm sure he can still come yeah. and visit. But also, fucking, okay, spirited away. Ooh. How she leaves and he's like, like, go, keep going, but don't look back because then it'll ruin everything. Yeah. So she keeps going and she's like about to turn back, but she doesn't and she leaves. This is like that, like that moment, but here, it's very like paralleled. Well, I finished. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm done now. And that's how it ends. <laughs> that's how it really ends, unfortunately. Yeah. Meh. Oh, man. That's good. Yeah. Good shit. All right. End of book questions? Mm, yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> Favorite character? Wow. I wonder who. Peter Pan. <laughs> Nana. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Peter Pan. <laughs> Least favorite character? Mm. Oh, gosh. Um, Yeah, Mr. Davies. Right? I mean, so how is it not Mr. How Davies? How is it anyone else? Yeah, that sick fuck. Ugh. I just, I don't understand. The moment she described him, I was like... Oh, so it's Captain Hook. That's funny. I didn't even catch so. on to that until you said it. And I was like, oh, oh, well, shit. Like they don't really, or he doesn't give um, descriptions that much yeah. for them. It's just kind of offhanded. But like the dad like, had really a description quick. and then he had a description. So I was like, huh. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> ah, all right. Favorite part of this book. Well, I love the, the ice cream All one. just like the windy Peter, Peter like, moments. Scenes of them just alone. Just like. So I loved him like bearing his heart to her. And then I love the ice cream scene. Right uh i think if i'm being completely honest my favorite part is when because at first she's going to school for nursing and then halfway through like a week into it 
she goes back into the office and is like, nope, I want to be a doctor. And so I thought cute. that was so cute because she like finally gained the confidence to be like, nope, I'm going for what I really want in life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, you go. That's amazing. It's adorable. Eh, it okay. is adorable. So least favorite part. Do um, I think it's pretty easy? So them saying goodbye. Obviously. <laughs> and then her realizing that her brothers are dead. Like Gosh. that whole bit where Shadow Peter's just like laying into her. Peter being like tortured. <laughs> yeah. Bleeding pixie dust. Bleeding Honestly. pixie dust. <laughs> yeah. Definitely the part where she realizes that her neighbor just murdered, like, murdered her. her brothers. Yeah. And didn't say a damn thing to anybody. <sighs> like it could have been worse. It could have been intentionally. and But still like pretty fucked. Right. Yeah. Yep. Or any like any interrogation scene. I was like these cops. Right. Like all of them. I was like she was in a car accident. Or like yeah an accident pretty much. Like any after any traumatic thing, they just start questioning her. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> like I get it. She just turned 18 like a day ago. <laughs> right. <laughs> Calm down. Right. Mm-hmm. It is kind of messed up. How that's but that sadly is how police work. Like if someone's in the hospital, yeah, they they're like, yeah, they're like, oh, we need to question them because your memories can change over yeah. time. But it's on law and order all the time. They'll be like in a hospital bed. Yeah. They're like, no, we need to question them. And the nurse is like, they can barely talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Mm-hmm. Book or movie or movie. Movie or TV movie show? Movie or TV show? Movie. Yeah. 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 I feel like there isn't enough to make it a like a full-blown TV mm-hmm. show. It does happen like pretty quick. Unless you did like, unless we actually got to see Neverland, you know yeah. what I mean? Instead of like quick little dream memories and if they did like. It would have been cool if they had flashbacks like, oh, and you fought pirates. Like they didn't, I thought there'd be more piratey stuff because that's such like a heavy that's true. thing. And it would have been cool if they had like, because um, you know, like Mr. Darling always plays, um, Mr. Mr. Hook, uh, Captain Hook. Like they <laughs> always have the same actor do that. But in this time, it's not her dad; it's Mr. Davies. But they yeah. make him look so different that you don't really realize it. So that could have been could be cool. I don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Like Davy Jones? Oh shit! <laughs> you think that's why he named him that? <laughs> Maybe it's such like a weird Davies, not Davis. Davies, right? Davies. So. Oh, that's got like Davies Locker. Hmm. Maybe Davy Jones locker. Davy's Davy locker. Jones What's is locker. locker. Davy yeah. Jones is locker. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. It's a pirate name. I it mean, is a pirate name. God damn it! <laughs> connected the dots. Even all the subliminal messages. Yeah. All right. I think that's it for book them? questions. Yeah. yeah. Just sorting them. Oh boy! I wonder what house Peter belongs to. <laughs> Gryffindor. Yes. Obviously. <laughs> right. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Wendy. She's a Hufflepuff. I think so. Yeah. She just like deeply cares about like the children, her family, I think she's siblings. hardcore Hufflepuff because whenever it comes to something for herself, she's like, oh, no, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. But for others, she's like, I will murder you. Yeah. Which is like so ironic because when she's talking to Peter, she's like, you look out for everybody, but you don't look for, out for yourself. I'm like, huh? Wendy. <laughs> talking to a mirror woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Because she literally like plunged into a forest to take care of some children. But mm-hmm. like when it's something for her, she's like, oh. I'm good. Sit in the dark, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Not say anything. Scrubs her hands raw. Right. Because of her anxiety. Right. Doesn't think she has the chops to be a doctor, but will plunge into the darkness for kids Mm -hmm. because she wants to fight for them. Yep. Hafferperf. Hafferperf. Jordan. Jordan. Probably a Gryffindor. Either that or probably like a Ravenclaw. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because she's super smart. Yeah. And she definitely knows something sus is going on. And she's just mm-hmm. like, Wendy. <laughs> yeah, she's the only Ravenclaw. 
because she tries to like kind of when Wendy's talking to her she's like well what if magic's real or something she's like yeah okay but right right but then she just kind of ends the conversation i'm like i think if you kept going she would have been with it and she could have like helped you guys i was gonna say i think if she would have met peter Mm -hmm. and like kind of like peter showed her things it's kind of it's kind of hard to not believe everyone that like heard the stories and then when they met him they were like oh yeah it's him yeah Duh. right like the kids mm-hmm. i'm the kids right away like didn't question it but i mean i guess that's the whole point right yeah because isn't jordan older than her the same age so they're both 18 they're the same age yeah so they're both adults but i mean that would have been cool mm-hmm. if jordan joined in little squad right she really would have been tinkerbell then yeah mm-hmm. which normally i don't like tinkerbell but if jordan is tinkerbell yeah i would like her yeah mm-hmm. oh mr darling <laughs> the darlings should we um i mean not like in a bad way but a squib <laughs> <laughs> no i get it i get it yeah <laughs> or dermstring you know oh yeah yeah, yeah. Hmm. oh yeah because then the mom could be from what's yeah. the other one? Oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> with the birds Bo Baggins. there you go yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know what i meant either if not that her That's mom's a school's called. called but yeah you know exactly what yes. part i'm talking about <laughs> it is law yeah <laughs> and then the squib can be mr davies yeah uh john is a ravenclaw even though we didn't yeah. cast them but john's a ravenclaw michael is michael's a hufflepuff yeah well yeah, i was gonna say if not a hufflepuff definitely yeah. a gryffindor yeah i was like going back and forth on casting them or not but i feel like i didn't want to because it, they reminded me of a lot of inception like when every time leo oh, tries yeah, to see his kids mm-hmm. yeah he like tries to every time like yeah they turn oh, around she like can't see his, their there's faces there's so many little bits in here i'm like yeah it reminds me of like, like favorite hardcore parts. inception yeah. so i was like i don't really want to cast them because i feel like that would kind of mm-hmm. delete the purpose is what i wanted to say but that's not you know what I mean? yeah mm-hmm. yeah i'm keeping like the, like oh why can't she see their faces so i thought it'd be best not to give them faces so yeah you should be an assistant director I mean, <laughs> I am kind of obsessed with movies. Yes. Halfway through college, I thought about changing my major, but then I thought about how much more money that would cost, and I thought, nah. Yeah. Yeah. And then, who do we have? Mr. Davies? Squib. Yeah. Squib. Or the gum on the bottom of Voldemort's shoe. That's <laughs> what that man is. That's amazing. Hello. <sighs> yes. Is that everybody? Yes. That is everyone. Mm-hmm. Are you, what are you currently reading? Oh, I'm going to start It Ends With Us because I'm going on a trip for my friend's bachelorette and I need a like easy going travel back book. to Mexico. Yeah. Hopefully Which is really funny. It's okay with me when I get Because the last time you went to Mexico, you were supposed to read this book. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You were like, oh, I'm going to take it on my trip. But you guys like had something planned like every single day for that one, right? Yeah. And then on the trip, like the flight like, over, I got very anxious so I couldn't read. Yeah. So then I watched Squid Game. A very oh, anxious show. I was gonna say. I just watched something more anxious to cancel out my anxiousness. That's oh, I wish that my rationalization. That's why I watch Attack on Titan. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. What are you reading? Uh, I am almost halfway through Rule of Wolves because Ooh. since we're trying to be ahead of the game and like planning everything out, I've noticed that like the next three months of recording, I've I've done the books already. Mm-hmm. So I was like, now's my chance. <laughs> Where are you with Throne of Glass? Uh, just Did Throne of Glass. Okay. Yeah, I just did Throne of Glass. So I figured if I was going to stop, this would be a, a good place to stop because I know like the story mm-hmm. kind of changes completely past this, past Throne of Glass. Yeah. And I've been putting off Rule of Wolves for a really long time because past I know. Crown, or past Crown of Midnight 
it like, is where you are or or is that when it like that's when it like flips changes, you know, what's changes? going on yeah <laughs> it's when the fae get brought in that's when it lost me back in the day but now i think it'll so you never made me. it to air fire huh Mm-mm. and that's so when you people never made like, it to rowan no i never met him. ah i'm like i'm waiting so because people there's some people out there in the world that prefer him over Rasan. listen it's gonna be a hard yeah it is a hard person to you know top, top over right Rizan, so right see. we shall see <laughs> but i'm super excited to meet him but yeah so rule of wolves currently because mm-hmm. it might be the last grisha book so she said it was the last one she said it might be she oh, said she okay. left some doors open just in case but she also did say that those doors were kind of left open for mm-hmm. like us as fans to kind of figure out like where they went on our own or possibly her do it she just oh, said okay. it like really beautifully i was like lee stop but yeah so are you currently watching anything um no i've been thinking about watching euphoria just because it's everywhere it's all over my tiktok but i know it's like a super heavy show Mm, it is um but i'm literally like i i'll go down like rabbit holes of tiktok of just people talking about the show so i like kind of know a lot but i like don't understand it so i don't know i'm just tempted to watch it but i'm not currently watching anything besides fruits basket i'm like slowly making my way through it i'm on season two nice Mm -hmm. what about you um well i randomly started a rewatch of downton abbey oh i don't know why and start casting people from there <laughs> it happens right oh, simple yes. but i also started the oa because yes. patrick in that is playing I nikolai love the oa it goes fucking bonkers it's so good i'm literally i haven't even i started uh episode one on my lunch today but uh it's like an hour and something and i only get an hour lunch so i didn't it gets it, really weird i've heard like really weird but you just gotta accept it right accept the weirdness well even from like the beginning of like those parts that's like happening even in the first yeah. episode i was like all right it's one of these it's really weird my brother could not get into it it was too weird for him and I'm really like, but it's in the second ugh, they canceled it fucking netflix oh they did yeah but the second season like how it ends it's just like oh so there's only two seasons ah. yeah Aww. it's so good though so good. everyone needs to watch it everyone needs to watch that and they need to watch dark which is like a german show which is also like mind bending crazy <laughs> amazing but yeah the guy who's playing nikolai for shadow and bone is in that one so i was like well i love nikolai so i gotta see how this kid acts so he's great yeah i was gonna say everyone on like when it was announced everyone on instagram was like yes. he's perfect and i was like well i'll take your word for it yeah but I'm i mean super, i don't know nikolai because i haven't read it <laughs> I but i nikolai. I approve you know, from what I've seen. Of I gotta actor, talk to Jane so. see if she read Rule of Wolves because <sighs> Nikolai. If when you get to him, because mm-hmm. he's in the, you'll see, you'll meet him in the second one, in the second Shadow and Bone one, a uh, Siege and Storm. Okay, you'll meet him then. And once, as soon as you meet him, you'll be like, ah, there he is. There's <laughs> Lindsay's favorite. I see why. You know Thorn. Yeah. Basically, I was the say, same like, does he have person. Captain complex kind of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Prince complex. Yes. Okay basically he thinks he can walk into a room and woo every person all right so yeah i think that's it okay yeah so we'll so be doing next Peter time Pan movie sewed. yeah and, and our book for february will be love hypothesis which i absolutely literally read it in two days so that was fun yeah i read it in like a night so <laughs> yeah we read it in two days and then fangirled about it for about like a week and a half it's perfect because valentine's day exactly i was like what's like a lovey book and that we can do for february Lindsay's birthday adam driver and on my birthday, February 15th, the second Crescent City book comes out. Oh, yeah. Which I'm so proud to pre-order mine. So it arrives on time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I got the one with Rune Dannon, but you already know that. I said it. Okay. 
Okay. So, thanks so much for listening, guys. Keep reading and keep watching. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.